Welcome back to Brown Guy the Podcast. As we are have our guest Scotty Melvin, and you know that means it's time for Henshaw Trailers of Richland, Iowa's high school basketball in Southeast Iowa. Henshaw Trailers for all your trailer needs, whether you need a stock trailer, a horse trailer, a flatbed, utility trailer, cargo trailer, dump trailer, talk to Corwin Henshaw. He has all the brands, and he can. He's uh, operating a quality business for almost fifty years there. So, how about it, Scott? How a uh, pretty exciting night last night, huh? Boy, it looked like it sure got busy uh, last night. Monday night wasn't as much so as we thought. Maybe with some uh, postponed games that might get made up, but last night sure made up for well, it. We, we probably would have would have would have had the show earlier this week, but last week there was so much snow and. Game is canceled, and uh, but it uh, turns out to be a really heated up game this week. So I'll go over a couple games that I was uh, following last night. Uh, I, I was listening to my man uh, Zach Eulen, who could describe a sack of potatoes and, and keep me spellbound. But uh, it was a pretty good game. Uh, uh, Hillcrest Academy uh, playing uh, uh, Louisa Muscatine. Uh, uh, Hillcrest is a stymie in defense. They're, they're, they're a good team. I really enjoy listening to them. Uh, I think they're 25 to 8. I never heard seen a defense hold another team down under 10 points and a half. Uh, Louisa must team play pretty better, better in the second half, but still it was, I think, 52 to 25 or something at the end of the game. But it was an enjoyable game. Hillcrest got a lot going for it. Uh, uh, Louisa Muscatine showed a lot better out of themselves in the second half than they did the first half. But uh, that was it was enjoyable to have some games to listen to again. I also watched uh, this uh, Washington team play Davis County, and boy, I, I it was on the Tumble Radio Group. Uh, I listened to Zach Ewan on KCII two last night, uh, but the Tumble Radio Group had uh, they they covered the Davis County game. And uh, they put it on Facebook, and I projected it up on the TV. So I watched the game, and uh, one that that uh, uh, Washington team is uh, is got a lot of height. They're a well precision machine. They I've never seen a team was so good at shooting free throws. They're technically good. They're good on the boards. They're they sh- they make good shot selection. They move the ball around. They can play. Uh, they played this little spunky little Davis County team. You know, uh, you know, I've enjoyed listening to the Davis County football, you know, and uh, their basketball team, they play basketball like a football team, you know. They, they didn't really have any success trying to set up an offense, you know, because the Davis, I mean, Washington had a height advantage at like every single position. And, they, and, and they're, they're an elite team. Washington's an elite team. But... Uh, what Davis County did have success on was fast breaks, and that's what they did. You know, they just fought, 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 fought. You know, it didn't really – you know, they would get way up ahead, and then Davis County would fire back and shoot some threes and sh- get some – you know, they like to take the ball to the hoop. So, uh, both of them, yeah. I mean, if you're a uh, – Davis County, you're not going to lose. I mean, you're going to have a pretty good team with this this team. You're – you're going to give everybody a go. And you gave uh, Washington all the go. Uh, but, man, Washington, that's an elite team. Well, no, they played Monday night, too, didn't they? Yeah, they played Keokuk Monday night, and they come out of that one with a big win. 
So they made up. They're making up a little ground for the snow and everything. But uh, give me some of your impressions of this Washington County team. I mean, how Washington uh, Demons team? How, how good are they? Well, I've seen these young guys. Uh, I've gotten to know some of them um, up at the YMCA since I've lived up here. Uh, Case and Bailey. I, I've lifted with his dad and stuff, and he's one of the best characters you'll you'll ever meet in Washington. <laughs> but you know, and he's always been really excited for for Kaysen in basketball because he was a great football player too, playing uh, receiver and defensive back for the Demons. But basketball is his thing, and and uh, you know, his dad's been telling me, boy, he's he thinks he's gonna do something with it. You know, as as he gets older here. Now we're in a senior season, and and last night you saw it. He put up thirty nine points on Davis County. The kid is extremely athletic. He's tall. He's got length. You know, and a lot of skill. And he's he's turned it into a, a scholarship to play basketball at uh, Northwestern here in Iowa. So. Uh, he's he's probably their their if I was going to pick a marquee player he's the one but they've got several Ethan Patterson's a great um, athlete as well and he's got 20, 22 points last night in that big win over Davis County so <laughs> those are the two names I know the most but I noticed they got a, a the Sabosky kid I think he's a, a, a elite cross country runner and he's on the basketball so you got these multi sport guys that have come together. And uh, really putting together a special uh, run here in basketball. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens when they get to battle Fort Madison again, who's now ranked number one in 3A. Well, the TV on with the sound down and I had the radio on, listening to the radio game and watching the other game. But I was impressed that Washington does is so uh, skilled fundamentally. And it doesn't seem like they have a superstar that they need to get the ball to. I think they distribute yeah. almost equally. Uh, the team concept comes in there. Boy, they're well coached and uh, really, yeah. really great team. Uh, that we're really lucky to have them uh, to cover in our area. They, they remind me of Waco. Just uh, any any given night, anyone could step up and, and be a big point producer or whatever team leader yeah. on any given. Any I didn't. I didn't see whether Waco played or not last night. But it seemed to me the game of the night was Mount Pleasant and Oskaloosa. Did you see the score on that? Yeah, that must have went down to the wire. Um, and like I've, I've been saying, don't look at the record there for Mount Pleasant. They've got a quality team. And I think Oskaloosa is off to a pretty good season, too. Uh, I don't remember what their record is, but that, that must have been quite a battle. Well, we haven't mentioned Oskaloosa yet, which is pretty rare for us. They're not. But uh, like I say, we, we – we we mentioned several times we can only cover we can't do it all like we did in football so and we'll try to keep more updates on it there just wasn't any games we would have, probably would have had an extra episode but there's not that many games and I like to mention that this is episode one ninety eight how about that Scotty we're two away from two hundred I know it's been we really had <laughs> a good funny. week this week and we're getting a lot of new people listening and they're going down this time they're going down the rabbit hole and. All of a sudden, they're checking out the old episodes, and they're they're kind of, you know, we're hitting a lot of clicks. But uh, this basketball program, thanks to Corwin Henshaw and Henshaw Trailers, you know, getting this uh, season going, we we struggled to kind of get a sponsor to get it started, and then we finally got one. And then, but it's just been like a rocket ship straight up. So, well, what other what other what other games did you cover last night? I, Rewind back to Monday for a second. Uh, there was a big matchup that I did not know was going on with all these uh, cancellations and postponements from that snowstorm we had. I 
couldn't find, uh, you know, any makeup games or anything for Monday, but there were a few. And this big one here was Danville versus Waco. These are both uh, great small school teams in southeast Iowa. They uh, are not state ranked yet, but both of them are getting votes. So they're both just outside that top 10, according to the AP. And Danville came out on top. Waco uh, had the lead at half. <laughs> Danville rallied in the second and got a five-point win over a really tough t- uh, Waco team. So Waco's now sitting at 10 and three. Danville's 10 and one. So uh, it's a no-brainer. Those those are two uh, of our area's uh, elite small schools. Um, Reese Oswald led Waco again in scoring with 15, so he had another big night. Um, and then that Washington score from Monday night was 65 uh, for the Demons and Keokuk 49. So that was a pretty easy win for Washington. And uh, Winfield Mount Union. Um, they're flying under the radar for some reason when it comes to the, the, the AP poll or whatever, but they're 13 and one now that only, the only loss they had was to Waco so far. And it was a, uh, that was a toss up game. They could have just as easily won. I was at that game. And uh, so they played Highland. I think that might've been a makeup uh, Monday night. They won 56 to 29 Highland struggling this year. They've only won one game, but Cam Buffington, Abram Edwards both had double doubles in the game. So uh, Cam had 16 points and 13 rebounds. Edwards had 14 points and 12 rebounds. That's a formidable uh, pair of guys in the middle that they have there. And they're fun to watch, and uh, they've got great support from the guards. Uh, they're going to go far this year, I think. I think they just seem to keep uh, getting better, it seems like. And uh, they played again last night. Um, let me find the uh, – article here but they had another big victory and uh cam buffington had one of his best games of the season went for 31 points this was against lone tree yeah and they won the game 74 to 39 so i mean they're just rolling wow that's strong hey yeah, oh, we haven't even mentioned the undefeated team out there we yeah. got four madison oh i was gonna say mid prairie oh. Mid Prairie, yeah, they <laughs> they're probably the top two teams in Southeast Iowa right now in all classes that, that we cover. Uh, both are undefeated. Fort Madison's ranked number one now in the three A poll as of this week. Mid Prairie's gotten noticed finally, and they're up to number six. Um, so they got some some great things going on in both those schools. Um, Mid Prairie played Tipton last night, and they won. I got a score here. I get my KCII scoreboard to load. Yeah, I I was I seen that they had a post on Facebook with all the scores and everything. I said, "Oh, this is great." And then I couldn't find it. Well, I got it here. Mid Prairie uh, beat Tipton last night, 71 to 36. So, wow. They, yeah, they, they I mentioned it before they set that goal early in the season. They wanted to played defensively so well this year that they had hold teams to an average of 40 or below. And I'm telling you, man, they are, they are doing it a lot. And that's impressive to put up the amount of points they can put up on offense and then hold the opposition to less than 40. Uh, that's, a, that's quite a combination to have potent offense and a shutdown defense. It'll take you a long ways. I sure hope they make a run at the state tournament. Yeah. Well, go ahead and just just break down both teams real quick because I didn't mean to jump you on that. Uh, I was thinking. Oh, no. I, I'm waiting on the scoreboard to load. And here's our, our list of games from last night, which Tuesday's a normal scheduled night. We didn't have any weather. Everybody played. Mount Pleasant did lose to Oski 45 to 43 in that tough one we talked about. 
Washington beat Davis County, their final of uh, 84 to 67. Kyoto lost to Belle Plaine. I, they started strong, but they seem to be struggling lately, the Eagles. So uh, we'll see, see if they can get that ship going in the right direction. Uh, Sigourney lost to Iowa Valley, 59 to 46. And Wapolo, they're one of my dark, dark horse teams, but I'm, we may have to pick another one now because the Pekin Panthers seem to be coming on and winning some games here lately. And they were able to edge Wapolo 45 to 43. So how about that? That's good. I was, I'm a, I was thinking about seeing them on Friday. I think they play uh, yeah. the Wise and Muscatine. I thought, well, that'd be a, a pretty winnable game for them. I could enjoy it. Well, that's good for Pekin. Yeah, they, go, uh, Pekin. they also won Monday night against Lone Tree. So they, they've got two in a row going here. I mean, you know, maybe they keep it rolling. I mean, that's that's my school. <laughs> I mean, that's where my kids go and my grandkids well, are going there I, now. I got some fond so. memories myself when I lived over that direction. So that's it's really good. It's really heartening to see. But they do. They, I mean, the, I could tell by the way they played Sigourney that they were not a pushover and that they were going to get their wins this year. And congratulations to them for doing that. And uh, Wapolo, yeah, they've been having a good team. This Mediapolis team uh, uh, looked pretty good to me, too. Yeah, Mediapolis is, uh, you know, the, the way they're doing it, because what I've read about them is they've had a lot of injury and, and sickness uh, to challenges to overcome, you know, with missing players. And they've still just, they basically slowed the game down with whoever they play against. They slow it down, they play tough defense, and they, they just keep grinding out wins. And they've got a heck of a season going they get healthy they're they're probably pretty scary opponent for anyone we, we really seem to have a lot of a, a kind of upper echelon teams around don't we yeah i you know after uh being so obsessed and pouring into football week after week after week i i'm kind of behind schedule uh, uh on basketball but i was not expecting us to have so many great teams to to uh cover this year and man we're just we're just uh inundated with great basketball here in Southeast Iowa this year. Yeah, we're forced to put up with it, aren't we? Yeah, it's just a terrible thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty hard, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. But uh, what about Fairfield? They got anything going? I haven't seen um, if they had to, you know, if they made up that game that they missed. I think they were supposed to play Friday as well. Um no, they, they, they played Thursday night. They were smart, and they moved that game with Mount Pleasant back to last Thursday with that incoming snowstorm, and they and they won that game. No, Mount Pleasant won that game. Yeah, I thought Mount up. Pleasant kind of was. So Mount Pleasant been involved in a couple pretty exciting games here the last uh, couple they played. They're really on the cusp. I, I feel like they're, uh, the record is not great, but it could just as easily be flipped. You know, if a few breaks went their way, I think they they would have – just a, a, I don't know. They'd probably have as many wins as they have losses right now. They're they're just right on that cusp of breaking through, and it's got to be frustrating to lose these close games and, and compete as well as they have, but not have you know the victories to show for it. Mm-hmm. But the good news is basketball. It's one of those sports that's all about getting hot at the right time or whatever. Whether you're talking about during the game and going on a big run, or or the season itself, and and you know if you. Got a kind of a shaky start going, but you get things going better late in the season. Everybody gets to go to the postseason, and if you're hot at the right yeah. time, who knows? Talk to Williamsburg about that in football. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen them in person do it before. Uh, Williamsburg uh, never count them out in high school sports. Yeah, well, they they started out zero and three or zero and four or something like that. Yeah. Went to the Unidome. 
I saw them in a sub-state game, oh gosh, probably close to 20 years ago, uh, down at Fairfield against an undefeated and top-ranked Danville team. Williamsburg came into that game with a losing record and uh, pulled off the win and went to state. It was incredible. Well, before we, basketball. before we jump on to talking about the games that are coming up, uh, I'd like to, you know, touch on Kyoto and Sigourney both taking it on the chin last night and uh, see, uh, let's talk about what, when, who do they play next? When, how can we get the ship right there? Well, I'm looking ahead at the schedule and, and KCII is my go-to. They, uh, like I said, sometimes there's some wonky stuff on here. Um, but uh, let's see, scrolling down. Well, Sigourney and Kyoto play each other according to the KCII schedule Friday night. So somebody's going to win this week. We're at. It doesn't say. I don't know. Yeah, I, I hate don't it when they do that. Oh, well, we'll find out. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. It's, it's just, uh, this just has the matchups. And there are well, some. At least there's a the rivalry game of the week. So we'll have to report on that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got uh, Cardinal and Waco playing Thursday. If that's at home here in Wayland, I may get to that game. Well, um, the, yeah, I don't know about Cardinals team. We haven't talked about them yet, but they're sure fun to watch in football last year. Holy cow. I, I think they got a decent basketball team this year. It's been a little while since I've uh, – They had a lot of very athletic people on that. And a lot of yeah. speed, so they should probably – this should probably be a fun one to, to watch. But we got so what else we got coming up? So Friday night schedule showing uh, Washington Demons are going to be playing Mount Pleasant. That should be a good game. I you know like I said, Mount Pleasant's got a quality team. And you don't know where that uh, is. It, it doesn't have any of that information here. Okay. Um, Comanche plays Mid Prairie. I don't know anything about Comanche. That's outside our area. We'll have to get up to Mid Prairie to check this team out sooner or later. Yeah. That, they uh, treat the fans, let me tell you. That's a fun team to watch. I've, I've seen a lot of video on them. Just haven't seen them in person yet. Well, you're watching them on video. That's, that counts a lot, though. We can give, give some kind of intelligent commentary. But, <laughs> folks, you, you have no idea how many hours of preparation it takes to do this show. And Scott is, you know, he lives, eats, and breathes this high school sport. So you're really lucky to have him. Uh, I'm really lucky to have him on the other end of this microphone. I can tell you that. Yeah I, yeah, I wish I could get to more games. It's it's tough during the week between work and and uh, all personal stuff you got to get done as an adult. You know, you don't get to yeah. that. <laughs> honey do list can well. get pretty long too. That is a fact. So, uh, well, Highland Friday, and uh, that you know, I don't want to write Highland off, but that should be a game. Wapolo can get their uh, winning ways back in order. Um, Hillcrest Academy plays Columbus. Friday. But that's a good game. I think so. Um, I don't know much about Columbus's basketball team, but they, they're uh, one of those schools. They've got a good group of athletes coming through right now in that high school. And so it wouldn't surprise me if that's a competitive game. I listened to an interview um, with that Hillcrest Academy coach and uh, you, you told me you were impressed by him and I was pretty impressed by him too. Well, you know, I grew up in, in Western Illinois and as a high school kid myself, I was way more in a, this stuff that I am now, of course, I didn't have to work and all that, but uh, I heard about Iowa Mennonite School and Dwight Gingrich's teams from over there back in the 90s. I mean, so, you know, that's uh, that's saying a lot when uh, you're living in another state and you're hearing about this small little school over here in Iowa that's 
doing great things. And, and, you know, he's been there forever and it just doesn't seem to matter what their talent pool is. They are a tough out for anybody every year. Well, well, we got uh, about six minutes left. Uh, What, what other games we need to be looking forward to this weekend? Uh, This is a pretty big one. Burlington against Fairfield. Um, Burlington's got a decent team and I think they've been taking it on the chin lately because they've been playing some of those, you know, those, you know, those bigger schools that they used to be in the uh, football conference with. I've seen them uh, lose some games to say Davenport assumption and some of those schools, but now they'll be playing a little bit more on their level. Of course, Fairfield is, is a tough cookie when it comes to this basketball thing this year. So well, who's this player they got that's so good. Uh, little, he's a recruitable player. Uh What's his name? That kid from Fairfield. That's Max Wheaton. Yeah, Max Wheaton. Boy, he he's a he'll keep you in the game. You know, no matter who you're playing, they've had a tough schedule too, haven't they? They have, and I think what we're finding, um, you know, all of our teams around here play each other, and so everybody's got a tough schedule because there's so many good teams. No, uh, there's a lot of good teams sprinkled out there. So, you know, it's uh, it's going to just get more intense and exciting as, uh, as the season starts to wind down and get towards playoffs. Well, I'm pretty pretty uh, impressed with uh, – I'm going to give Pekin my team of the week for winning that game. How about you? Where are you at on the team of the week? Well, they, they may not have had uh, elite opponents, but, yeah, Pekin's uh, deserving because they rattled off two in a row here, and that, that could set them on a – on a winning streak, you know, that just keeps growing. But for right now, I'm going with Winfield Mountain Union. Um, they just keep winning 13 and one, not even a single vote in the latest AP poll. I mean, you gotta be kidding me with that, but whatever they've got, they've got two of the best big men around in any class and, and just a, a great supporting cast. They don't have a deep bench, but you know, maybe they won't need it. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but I just think they're the, uh, the team to beat. They seem very hungry and, uh, they're a lot of fun to watch. Some teams do a good job on Twitter with the exposure of their team, and that's one of them. And their their Twitter and their Facebook's really fun to watch, and it really covers the team well. And uh, we know we have a lot of listeners over there. And uh, Winfield's exciting, you know. I mean, they're really exciting, and uh, uh, we love to cover them and we love to talk about them because they give us they give us a lot to work with, don't they? They sure do. It's a, it's a tiny little community and school over there. And that's what I grew up in. And so that's what I enjoy the most. And, and, uh, man, that, the fact that they've assembled such great talent and size and these kids are young, they're sophomores, you know, I mean, it's going to be a fun couple more years after this season uh, for football and basketball around here. I, I just can't wait to soak it in. Well, uh, you got anything before we wrap it up? Well, just a, a mind-blowing stat that's outside of our area, but uh, one of uh, my favorite football players from this season. I didn't get to see him in person, uh, but that Eddie Burgess from, from Montezuma that did so many great things for them on the football field. He's, he's a great basketball player, too. This kid had 24 rebounds in their game last night. I don't know who they played. I don't know if they won, but 24 rebounds, that is, uh, that's something to, uh, to uh, remember for the rest of your life. He follows us on Twitter. Yeah, he seems like a real good kid. I, I hope he... Well, we, uh, we've had nothing but good things to say about him for, you know, going clear back to the high school season. And, and uh, 
he forces you to talk about him, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he just puts up so many numbers that you just can't ignore him. I've been to some football games years ago up in Montezuma. I always really enjoy visiting that community. They're, uh, uh, they got great sportsmanship up there. They, they win a lot and, uh, they, they do it gracefully. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just happy for them. They may be outside of our coverage area, but, uh, well, there ain't nothing out outside our coverage area. It's a podcast, babe. We got people listening all over the, the world. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, now that we started covering hockey, we're getting quite a following in Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, but you guys got me jazzed up to go watch some hockey, man. I I looked at ticket prices and stuff. It's Iowa City yeah, or Coralville. I'm, I'm like, guys, I just had to uh, listen to kids. We ought to go watch some hockey. I mean, I've heard it's the best thing in the world to watch well, live. You're going to take kids. Uh, they got the, the 29th of January. They got Superheroes Night, you know. And they got yep. special superhero uniforms for the players to wear. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a bunch of, uh, you know, you can come wear your Superman outfit or Spider-Man or whatever you want to, you know. And, you know, okay. it's uh, – look, there's a, there's a hotel attached to it. It's a $50 million arena. Uh, don't think you're going to be cold because you're not. I don't know how – I mean, I've been to a lot of, uh, like, Rough Riders games, and they're great. And I love it. But it's cold, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. But this place, oh my goodness, it is, you know, it's a beautiful arena. You'd have a great time. Uh, anybody out there listening, you know, like I say, we cover the Iowa Heartlanders on Round Guy, the podcast, and a lot of great stuff. They're being really accessible. It's really affordable. They got great souvenirs. You know, you can get, there's a hotel that's got a, a, a hallway attached to the building. So you can just, you know, walk. You know, it's raining or snowing or freezing, which that's the only kind of weather we got from for the next couple months. You know, you really enjoy it. Plus, that whole downtown area uh, has everything, everything that you need, shops and places to eat and places to drink. And, yeah, it's, it's a really good time. And uh, that, that was a big score. Not as big a score as getting Scotty Melvin on the program, but it was a pretty big score to uh, kind of broaden us out a little bit. They're going to start playing Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. They're going to have – we've been on the road for a long time, and we're February is going to be a lot of home games and uh, a lot of neat ones. Uh, they had great uniforms, and the, they had the the Hockey's for Everyone game, and they had special uniforms for that. That was great. Yeah, it's, it's tremendous. But uh, back to the basketball the only thing I got left to say this week is thank you, Corwin Henshaw, for sponsoring the uh, high school basketball in Southeast Iowa. If you need a stock trailer, a horse trailer, a flatbed utility trailer, a cargo trailer, a dump trailer, call Corwin Henshaw. Him and his family have been here in Richland, Iowa, serving this community for decades upon decades. If you need something quality, you got to get a hold of Corwin Henshaw. Thanks, guys, for listening. You got anything else, Scott? That's it for me today. I want to thank Corwin too, because, uh, that, that means a lot to have the support of someone local to, uh, allows us to get on here and talk about this stuff we love. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been another great episode of, uh, of uh, high school basketball in Southeast Iowa. I'm going to put together a box set of about four of these, you know, so you can kind of get a, a, a grist of what we've been doing for the season too, but thanks for listening everybody. 
And thanks to you, all you high school kids and athletes and parents and coaches and athletic directors out there, and even the guys, the janitors that clean the floors up afterwards. It's a group effort and a community support that makes it a tremendous effort we got around here. We appreciate you all. Thank you very much. We're out. <laughs>